from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. This, this is Art Kitchen. I'm Vanessa getting some new tattoos today, Shields. And I'm Karen, not Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to feed your creative soul. Are you hungry? Mm, no. Yeah, I know. We not, had breakfast this yeah, morning, <laughs> so I'm like super full, super full. But we will be. That's the yes. beauty of hunger. Yep. Eventually. Yep. yep. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what editing is yep. for. Quick thank you, everyone. Thank you to everyone who has listened to our show and sends us messages. We're having so much fun getting to know each other and our guests. And uh, we want you to keep listening, keep sharing, and let us keep feeding your soul. And thank you for your patience as we continue to uh, edit these episodes and record these episodes. We are going with the flow of the creative process on that. <laughs> life is happening, and yes. life is busy and good, so yes. um, these podcasts are going to come out when they come out. So uh, thanks for paying attention to when that happens. <laughs> we'll, of course, let you know. Mm. But uh, that's the flow of that of that work in this creative process. So yeah. thanks for your patience. Mm-hmm. All right, today on our episode, we have a guest. Uh, as you know, sometimes it's uh, Karen and I who are uh, doing the podcast, but today we have a very special guest, a guest who knows all about feeding the soul. At the young age of 19, our guest ventured off to New York to attend the prestigious Culinary Institute of America. Surrounded by peers who share the same passion for food as she did, her love for culinary arts grew stronger and stronger. After graduating, she landed a job at the Food Network Channel in Manhattan and spent most of her 20s working for celebrity chefs like Emerald Lagasse, Rachel Ray, Bobby Flay, and Mario Batali. If you don't know any of those names, look them up. Also, you're going to know this name, the guest, our guest, because she's deliciously famous around these parts, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, And extremely lucky for us, she did return to her hometown of Windsor to open up a restaurant in Little Italy. She wanted to create her own name and legacy in the culinary world, so she opened Chow Pasta Bar, Windsor's first create-your-own pasta place in the heart of Little Italy on Erie Street. And it specialized in all handmade pastas. That's right. She makes the pasta with mm-hmm. her own hands. It is real. It is not from a bag. Uh, and it's uh, delicious. Comes with uh, all, anything you can imagine to put into or onto the pasta. So that's uh, that was Chow Pasta Bar on Erie Street. But recently, actually in the thick of COVID, um, they moved. she moved the business, um, risky and wonderful, to uh, a new location and began the next chapter of her um, culinary legacy, opening Ciao Cucina Nuova, which is a modern and Mediterranean twist on Italian cookery, and that now is in Lakeshore. Um, But all the wonderful homemade pasta options are still there. Um, The menu's a little bit different, but all the kind of basic, Mm -hmm. not basic, beginning um, uh, creations are still there. So um, if you you enjoyed Ciao Pasta Bar on Erie Street, you will still very much enjoy Ciao Cucina Nuova in Lakeshore. Um, I myself have had the distinct pleasure of feasting at Chow on many occasions. It's our go-to uh, family restaurant. We love going there. And also, if we want to impress anybody in town or from out of town, we say, we're going to Chow. <laughs> um, because it's just it, utterly impressive and delicious and wonderful. And, uh, yeah, we're already talking about the next time we're going to go and who we're going to invite. <laughs> okay, so... 
who is our guest. She is chef extraordinaire, Bianca Maria. Welcome to Art Kitchen, Bianca. Hello. Thank you. I love <laughs> the, the intro. Was I like know that was so like, like long. <laughs> no, no, no. It was fantastic. Did you say, Who's I just. This? Who is I feel like my person? God, I want to go meet this, this yeah. chef. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> so silly. But yeah, it's um so I mean we have a personal connection too. Yes. Um my Zio mm-hmm. Rob is your Zio Zio yep. Rob. <laughs> yeah. So we're familia. Um so I'm how old are you? Can I ask you that? Do you oh, wanna God. say? Okay, so I'm like God. I mean, 10 I'm years older than you maybe? Yeah. I'm in my forty mid forty. I'll be forty five. So anyway So I'm 41? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm not that much older than you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like we grew up together, yep. eating together, yep. jumping in pools together, um, uh-huh. going Forever. to, um, like I have some really great um, childhood memories of going to the Italian festivals on Erie Street and we would immediately go to Aurora Pastry which uh, was your dad's pastry business and your mom what's the name of the store she had? She used to own uh, Capriccio Bomboniere. Yes, Capriccio Bomboniere. It specialized, uh, at first it specialized in uh, wedding favors and when that was a big big deal I mean when, you know, money apparently was no object and you were just spending (laughs) it on gifts for your guests. Um, Yeah, which is like traditional Italian wedding happening very, right? very yeah. traditional, very traditional. Yeah, and so they had this wonderful building on the corner of El- Ellesmere mm-hmm. and Erie, and uh, but was what they did during the Italian festivals was like they always had lights and a DJ and music Constantly. and like Lamborghinis, which I'm sure Zio <laughs> Rob hooked up on some level, and then they would have you guys made this delicious pizza. I've yeah. never had pizza as delicious as I had when I was a kid coming out of that kitchen. I know. And so, um, and we would go and we would dance and just, like, that was the hot spot on little, you know, yeah. on Erie Street. That, and that was that was my mom. Big, that was your big mom. Big party, big okay, party. See, okay. We're going to do it. We're going to do yeah, it right. There was just, nothing nothing midway, nothing half yeah. half done. So, so yeah, so so we grew up together. And, um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that you, I didn't know your history with food, your history with cooking. So when, you know, we heard that you were off in New York going to school and learning and then... You know, on Rachel Ray, and we were like, "Oh my God, we know someone famous!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was news to me, right? Because I didn't really know that part about you. So, yeah. I guess my first question is, is like, what influenced you to love food and want to have a career in that, um, in in culinary arts? If that's what it was, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was it, it, else. I mean, at first it started out. Um, it was in my uh, high school. Hmm. You had this co-op. You had to do. And so my mom was always, you know, pushing the big careers. Go be a doctor. Go be a, like all parents do. (laughs) And so lawyer was what I wanted to do. So I did an internship and absolutely hated it. Flunked out of that. And the option was you either fail or you pick another co-op. Yeah. And next door to the bakery was convenient. We lived upstairs. Uh, There was a restaurant. So I decided I'll just work there. It'll be fine. I'll just like have my afternoon off and it'll be fun. And so then... It just kind of started to gel. It kind of started to feel good what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Loved being in the kitchen. Loved the grit of it. Um, a very hands-on person. So it was. It was. It, a lot of it came so easy, hmm. and the enjoyment started to build. And hmm. then, like later on in life, I started thinking about: Did I really always want to be a chef? I used to come home from grade school, my grandmother's house, 
and she would have on Pasquale's Kitchen. I don't know if you mm. remember him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he would wear the hat, with the hat and he would burn almost everything. And it was <laughs> and like he would, he would sing. He would sing. He'd break into song. He'd oh, break into song. <laughs> and it was wonderful. But I used to watch that and I would watch it repeatedly and I loved it. And wow. so I'm trying to think, like, maybe it just manifested from that. Yeah. And, you know, we came from a, families of cooking they were constantly yeah. cooking my great-grandmother was making homemade pasta on Sundays and wow. you could smell the sauce down the street and it was just like all these wonderful memories of food that obviously sprung something inside of me mm-hmm. to to want to cook and I don't know school was great it was just a lot of how great experiences did you, like did you have to apply to get into that school <clears throat> how did you know that the, that was the one you wanted to go to did you do research because I so, know there's some good ones that, like Stratford's got a great one yeah so how did you um, so, find I mean, your way there? Um, when I finally decided that, you know, after I was in my night, I was 19, so partying was what was happening, and yeah. my mom <laughs> wasn't having any of that. So it was pick a school, and you're going to it. And uh, we looked at um, Le Cordon Bleu oh, nice. in New York, in yeah. Manhattan, and it was very, very close then. It was the year 2001. Uh, and then 9-11 happened. Oh, right. So my mom it was a quick pivot of let's get you out of the city because it's, obviously it's not a good spot to be in. And we found the Culinary Institute. And wow. I remember driving nine hours with both my parents. Wow. And we pulled into the school. So where is it exactly? So it's in Hyde Park, uh, Hyde Park, New York. So okay. upstate New York. It's about two hours from the city. Okay. Um, and I remember driving in and we happened to arrive at night. And pulling in, it was... It, you looked at the school and Harry Potter was big then. Nice. It looked like Hogwarts, like you wow. were at Hogwarts. It was I have just goosebumps. It was, and, and, and I remember even the feeling that I had when wow. I pulled in, and I was like, "This is it! Like this is so cool." I mean, I was depressed for three months and cried because I was, you know, homesick. Yeah. But yeah, sure. After that phase, it was just like I rolled into. So what is cooking. a cooking school like? I mean, do you have to do like math and science, yeah. or do you just like yeah. learn how to chop? You, or I mean, I mean, it's it's everything. So the school that I went to is very intense. Yeah. Um, you couldn't be late twice or you'd fail the course. You couldn't miss a day or you failed the course. Wow. So you were like involved. And it was eight, nine hour days. Like it was like going to a job, essentially. If you lived on campus, I mean, everybody was on campus, but everybody's walking around in chef coats and wow. toques. And, 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 you know, it's like this creative vibe where there's just gardens of vegetables and wow. you know local restaurants on campus um but but it is it's you know it's it's the basics it was three weeks of everything that you could learn so three weeks of product knowledge okay. how to store vegetables how to buy vegetables how to you know keep them fresh how mm-hmm. to um culinary math how to multiply recipes how to you know decrease recipes how to wow. it was it's everything and anything that you could possibly think of you know, there's an English aspect too. There was literature. There was reading material. History of restaurants. History of restaurants. And food. History of chefs. Wow. I mean, you know, the gastro all the way back gastronomy from from wow. day one. A lot of French. Yeah. So we did a lot of French cooking. It was a French-based school, which is where the next endeavor of yeah. Ciao Cucina Nuova kind of hits. Um, I have some more school questions. Mm. So, so you're going through all these different subjects essentially that yeah. have to do with food and cooking. How? Like, at what point do you start to go, okay, I really like working with chicken or pasta or sauces. Like, how do you, how did you begin to know what your food legacy was going to be? Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it, it comes from your background too. It's like what yeah. you, what you really love to eat. 
yeah. at first, and which, you know, it's Italian food. For a lot of people, it's Italian food, but yeah. then it's, it's trying to put your own spin on it. Yeah. Um, it. It's not like you like to cook, say, chicken or, or beef or things like that, you know? Like, I love butchery. I loved... Yeah taking apart an animal. I mean, that That's sounds, a great sounds awful. <laughs> I love butchery. I love, like, yeah, there's just something about, something about, yeah. you know, seeing an animal at its whole and then breaking it wow. down and then cooking mm-hmm. it. It's very, um, it's like an artistic thing, you know? You start yeah. with the basic of ingredient and just, like, build wow. and change. Um, but it, it, it wasn't anything. I just, I just, all of it. I love cooking. It's just fun. And it's was fun. there anything that you went, wow, I had no idea. Like something maybe simple, like, oh, that's how you cut a... Constantly. Like it's always, crack it's, an egg or yeah. like, I don't know, chefs like they can do this one hand egg crack. <laughs> Even the way you like a pinch of salt, I'm like, why does it look so fancy on TV, on the TV shows? When I do my kitchen, it goes all over the stove, it falls on the floor, and it sticks on my fingers. Like, do they teach you how to freaking do a, no. what's a real pinch of salt and pepper? Do you just, you have that magic you just, in your just, fingertips? You just know. You just, you know, it's, it. it's a very, it's a very, um, you either have it or you don't yeah. situation, oh. career. Like it's an intuitive It is thing? a very intuitive yeah. situation. Uh, career for sure and then how do they weed that out with the students that don't well i mean the students who find it will find it difficult you know Mm -hmm. you're going to find it difficult you're not going to flavor properly you know not everybody opens a restaurant so you're working for somebody Mm -hmm. you know it's your cleanliness it's the way you move it's the way you organize a lot of it is cleanliness organization and just you know that that knowledge of what's next, that intuition of, you mm. know, looking ahead to the next step. Mm. It's just... Being able to anticipate. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's very know. anticipatory, so... Mm. Um, in your kitchen, <clears throat> do the people who work with you say, yes, yeah, chef? They don't. They don't. <laughs> I'm, uh, they don't. I did, I did have a couple employees who were very, yes, chef, and it's, and it's nice yeah. to have that. Yeah. Um, it's a respect level for sure. Got it. Um, but we're very laid. I'm a very laid back yeah. person. I, you know, unless I unless I'm getting upset. But for for the most part, I'm pretty laid back, and, yeah. and everybody just calls me by my first name. And, nice. Yeah. But can you talk about the creativity of um, the the kitchen and the movement in the kitchen itself? Like, even though they're not saying yes, chef, it seems like again, and I'm coming from very, I guess I don't know if it's stereotypical or not, but like watching cooking shows where, mm-hmm. like, the timing is ultimate and everyone's doing their own thing and that has to all come together at the same yep. time but you have to communicate to know like how, how much more time on the pasta yep. or whatever it's, so yeah. how do you can you just talk about the sort of creativity or how your kitchen runs in that regard so i mean for everybody to have you know a, a clear knowledge of what they're supposed to be doing okay. is, is like first key i mean that's you know that person's handling that station and this person's handling that there's always lists i mean the amount of paper we go through with lists and prep lists wow um it's a very organized process so when it comes time to say dinner service where you know you have one person at the helm which would be say myself um calling the the tickets and calling the food um the other people are understanding of what is involved i mean it's it's a work in progress right so you know, you don't know how long the Christini is going to take until you do it the first few times, and then you Got understand. It. So at, at the beginning, it's a kind of a trial and error situation. Hmm. But it's the movement of everybody just kind of, and you can feel it some nights. It's like everybody's gelling, and the communication nice. is, we have three more minutes here, let's go on this, let's fire that. So it's very, 
it's a very um kind organic. of organic like, yeah, yeah it yeah, is intuitive it, it, yeah. very, it is very organic and it just kind of just happens you it know it's like hard a, to a band it sounds like a musical it yeah. sounds like it is it is a very it's a dance symphonic. it's like a yeah, symphonic it's like yeah, a dance. dance it's like you know when you're all moving and no one's bumping into each other and you all yeah. understand where your position is and how to move and how to it's 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 definitely an interesting and, and wonderful thing to see for sure Wow. So tell us about the decision to make the move from Erie Street to Lakeshore and what the difference is between Cucina Nuova and Chao Pastavar, if there like, are differences. There, there are. Yeah. There are yeah. very uh, a lot of differences, actually. Um, the decision was made for us by COVID, in yeah. part. Um, I'm not a big fan of takeout food. Um, I know a lot of people get it, and it's great, but a lot of our food is meant to be eaten that moment. So... Um, doing the takeout through COVID was mm. kind of a shot to, yeah. you know, and then now you're paying, you know, you're paying extra for containers and you're just, it just all looks the same once it's in the container. It's just like this mess of yeah. whatever. So um, the decision was uh, my father was retiring from Aurora Pastry and he wanted to start a different uh, chapter in his life. So uh, the building we were in, he owned and he decided to sell. And instead of staying on board and, and leasing from someone else or, you know, um, it was a house I grew up in, so it was going to be very difficult. And yeah. it just seemed like the timing was right to do something different. And the food that I was creating was more uh, your traditional Italian style food, which is nothing wrong with it. Um, but I just, I felt I wasn't giving what I wanted to give to food and I wasn't being able to be as creative as I wanted to be. So. Uh, my partner and I, we decided to look uh, to come see Lakeshore, Forest Glade. We had looked at several places, and Chao Cucina Nuova happened to be. It's a small, it's a third the size of what we yeah. had, which is, which was key for us because we did want to go smaller. And um, it's a more manageable situation. We're uh, 30 to 40 seats, which yeah. is great. Um, but the food is more a reflection of who I am. It's more of a reflection of where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of school, in terms of my grandparents teaching mm-hmm. me what I know. Um, so it's a mix. It's a mix of ver- uh, French and uh, Italian cuisine. So I love French food. Uh, recently just went to Paris last year. Nice. And like that sparked a whole other creative yeah. part of my soul. And, and, and yeah, so that's, that's so the Cucina Nuova is in French. They have like Nouvelle Cuisine. Yeah. So that's kind of our spin on new kitchen new cuisine and and mm. and not a lot of people are doing french food which is nice i love I french food i don't think food. there's any restaurants in windsor there that used to do be a couple but it hasn't been legit french years yeah years so what are some of the um homegrown traditional foods like i know your sugo that's italian yeah. we call it sugo is yeah. that what you call it too uh no we, Yours is different. i think you guys call it sugo because yeah. we're from the north more north they make they call it sugo <laughs> I mean, um, ours is just like sauce. So- yeah, it's just sauce. It's, it's sauce. just pasta sauce. Pasta sauce. Like, is that is that one of the family kind of heirloom um, mm. pieces? You, I know. There's. Do you still make the torta de la nona, like the cake, the nona cake? No. So we, So that was my dad. That I'm was not your a, dad. Yeah, okay. I'm not a baker. So not a baker. <laughs> no. God no. No. The things that I bake and the desserts on the on the menu are very. Um, non-baker got it <laughs> not a lot of measuring not a lot oh, of sweet okay yeah not a lot of science i usually it, so. like can't fit dessert in 
So that's yeah, why I asked about it. Obviously, yeah. I haven't yeah, no. looked at the dessert part of it because I'm like, I'm stuffed always just with the, <laughs> yeah. the bread and the, like the bread, you know, the, the bread. bread's kind of a family Yeah, the, so the bread, bread started out with my dad and it's kind of evolved into something else, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, kind of the basis of what we're doing is we take something and just kind of evolve it. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, not complicated too much. That's kind of the, my other mm. thing that I loved, the, the way I love to cook is very simple you know I don't want to the molecular gastronomy and the things where there's science involved and it's great there's an audience but there's a very small audience at the end of the day people just want to eat really good food and Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of keeping it simple do you make your own bread in house yes bread yes so we do our own focaccia and it's like a typically a three-day process and wow yeah so we make it so we make it on either saturday or sunday and it's ready for tuesday wednesday thursday so we do the longer it sits we use fresh yeast so the longer it sits Mm. the more bubbles it gets and it's just a whole it is it's like a just like a spiced up cloud oh it's so good and it is dangerous because my husband always says don't fall for the bread except when we go there we're like fall for the bread it's like you have to build the layers in your belly and you start with the bread and then it soaks in all the stuff because it's so is that really i'm trying not to swear i gotta give you an elephant but it's so delicious the bread and like that's that's the very beginning then you like it just keeps going orgasmically up from there you know the purpose of the bread yeah it's just it's the foundation it's the foundation so it's like the bricks at the bottom it's like the the cinder blocks of the cement i don't know because we always get restaurants first what even is that why do they do that i don't know why they do that i don't know why they do that i'm glad you do it thank you freaking delicious um do you want to talk at all about working with famous quote-unquote yeah. chefs? What's yeah, that like? What did you learn? What did you learn not to do? What did you learn to do? Like, so, how was that experience? <laughs> and your for your creativity, what did they teach you? So, I mean, with with school, you got a five-month internship wow, to go anywhere okay. in the world. Um, it was most of the time at your cost. So, I mean, it was a very expensive school, and, yeah. and they weren't paying for for your leisure trips for five months. So, and how long was the program itself, like in total? So the program, the first two is an associate's uh, degree in culinary arts. That was two years. Right. And then you could do another year and three quarters, almost two years of a bachelor's. So, oh, wow. So that the bachelor's focused, um, that was a month-long trip in California. We went to vineyards. Wow. It was like one of those hmm. crazy, crazy private schools. But, I mean, a wonderful for me experience. My, my yeah. parents is their wallet, you know, <laughs> took a little hit, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. But so, um, question again. I'm sorry. Uh, what did you learn from working with other oh. chefs? So yeah, so working, so working for Food Network. Uh, that yeah, was also my that's decision. TV too. Like that's yeah. probably a whole different mon- you know, Totally different. Too. Totally different. Um, you know, pros and cons to that. Pros and pros were it was what I think I really, really, truly enjoyed. Uh, con is you're always on the back burner. You're always behind the scenes. You know, sometimes you want to, you know, want to be up front, you know, and, and you're helping support this person's image. And that's a whole other beast in and of itself. But, you know, worked with Emerald, very laid back, down to earth. You know, it was a fun atmosphere. It was when he did Emerald Live. So there was a band on set. There was a live audience. Wow. It was like a big party every time we did that show. But it was, it was, um the discipline of recipe writing, of trying to come up with great ideas. Um, so, you know, wrote tons of recipes. 
you know. So you had the opportunity to do that. Yes, yes. Nice. With Rachel Ray, we so then so then that was Food Network, and that was very, um, you know, you're you're the you're the back burner. You're the one making sure everything's cut properly, everything looks properly, everything's prepared in the oven properly. Wow. So when they pull it out. That's your what you created, what it's oh. supposed to look like. Got it. You know, so it's Ooh. the very the setting up the mm. the scene for that's Emerald. Sure. What if Emerald or Rachel didn't like it? Most or of the time, they were okay with it. Did Most they preview the... it before, like it was put in the oven to be taken out? Like, did they look at it before, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a trust level, right? So right, you're right. you're working for a, a huge network. You know, they're not going to put you on a put you on a show that you know you can't they, deliver that they you can't deliver yeah. that they don't think you have the the yeah so essentially you you guys are doing all the cooking yes. it seems like emerald and rachel are doing it no but you guys are doing it and then they bring it out and then they talk about yep. okay most most mm. of it so that's that's Got generally it. how it how it was unless yeah. you you know unless you're physically seeing them cook something right most of the time it's it's the crew in the back it's wow. all the and then they were food mm. network stylists they were food stylist that we were called so wow food stylist like yeah but very cool met, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding um but it but it was um I learned a lot of discipline with cutting with you know proper techniques um and then you know you're doing a recipe at si- seven different stages seven different levels it's wow. the raw it's the par cooked it's the fully cooked it's the you know wow. there's all those those steps that you have to have to make sure they're are pristine so i have a really dumb question what happens to all that food afterward i always think that when i see the show it's like does someone do they all eat it do they share it yeah do you... i mean so yeah some shows when it was fully cooked or partially cooked we would finish off enough that we could but most of the stuff just you know it didn't get eaten but a lot of you know there's a lot of crew you i mean you guys yeah. know there's you know, all the cameramen, all the okay. So the food the would get eaten. Yeah, the, if the, it was the, cooked, it would get eaten. The food that was Good. cooked was for yeah. sure getting eaten. Okay. Eaten for sure. If there was a live audience, it would be divvied up for oh, nice. for the live audience and, and okay. things like that. So yeah, no, there was. There, I mean, there is some waste for sure. It's television. Right. It's you know, yeah. it's all for the all for the shot. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know that that was a path in culinary arts that you wanted to deviate from? Like, did you always know you wanted to own your own space and be the chef in your own kitchen? Because, I mean, I don't know. You could have been a Rachel Ray or, or <laughs> Bianca Maria, right? I'm, like, I'm, not, as charis- I'm not as charismatic. My goodness. <laughs> I wish I was charismatic like that. Um, it's just uh, there was a tragedy in my life. Uh, my mom had passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a driving force of why I was out there. And why I continued to stay there because she was very strong in that aspect of you can do it just stay just don't you know get over this hurdle you'll be fine she would visit so once she was gone that changed the dynamic of why I was out there and and Mm. you know I mean you know she's not going to be out there anymore visiting you and coming to take you places so that part of my life kind of just abruptly stopped which I mean, it's, I mean, it was fine. You know, your parents die. It's kind of awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's super awful, um, especially someone who I was super close with mm-hmm. um, at that point in my life. Like, we yeah. had, once you move away, you find, and you'll see. <laughs> once, once <laughs> I don't want to see, but I know it's coming. <laughs> it's, once you move away, yeah. there's another, there's a level of respect and, and love that you have for a parent. And then, you know, your parents get that, and it's yeah. this new relationship. And that's where we were. 
when she left. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. So coming home, it was a little bit of a depression. Yeah. I, you know, worked a couple places, but um, ultimately at the end of it, I wanted to do something. I just didn't know I wanted to do it in, when I turned 30. It was yeah. more of like I was going to come home and retire and have a small little restaurant <laughs> when I was like 50. That yeah. was my school plan yeah. when I was at school and I was in my 20s, but um, it just happened a little sooner. Yeah. And, and I think for the type of person that I am and how, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to get it done, I was very into it when it, when it happened. Yeah. So, you know, it just kind of manifested itself and, and I rolled yeah. with it. I mean, you can't, sometimes awesome. things just keep happening, you know, and then, yeah. and when they happen, you just keep going and it's, there's no need to fight the fight what's happening in life yeah mm. beautiful yes we talk about that a lot don't we Ms. Karen? <laughs> um so uh i have some just like general chef questions yeah uh tell me about the importance of like a good knife and a sharp knife is there mm. like a, a brand of knives that you knives that you like to nice. use and like pots and pans or pots and pans in, in like a chef's kitchen are different than pots and pans that we would use at home. Yeah, they're a little bit different. Um, okay. I love the look of the um, copper pots. The copper pots. Yeah, they do look favorite. beautiful. Do you have them hanging? We do. We have oh, some hanging in the kitchen. They're yes. not used. We don't use those. Those oh. are for those are for decoration <laughs> only. Oh, very nice. <laughs> we can't we can't afford to keep they those. Don't like <laughs> they don't stay like that. They don't stay like that. Oh my god! It's true. They turn the, all different colors yeah. on the bottom, right? They right. do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh, secret for that is lemon juice and salt. Ah, will shine them back up. Nice. Oh, fun. Okay. So you need yeah. an abrasive and an acid for those that to look sense. beautiful. To keep them clean. But yeah, when you have staff, you know, yeah, that doesn't doesn't always happen the way you want it to. They don't <laughs> keep it the way you want it. So can you do that on stainless, or would it just scratch it? Like I feel I like it would just scratch it. Because I have stainless that gets like because I have a gas stove, it gets like coating of yep. stuff on it and I never know how to clean it properly so there is a there is a, a product called barkeeper's friend oh yeah 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 so I've that seen it. okay we used to use that on uh, at food network and it would keep the bottoms of the pans shiny wow. so that when you you know you filmed it it was they were looking nice at, all the right. time but yeah but there's a difference too if you have fire like flame gas stove versus yeah. glass convection I don't know what it's called the glass top Right. right, like, like the like electric? electric, yeah, yeah. Like we have a glass one. We also had the ones with like the coily thing, oh, right? Way That's long ago. <laughs> now we want a gas one because when we cook on gas, like it. if we go to a cottage or something and have it, we love it. Things are faster. Oh it's yeah, like, it's, it's you have more control over the food and yes. how it's being cooked. But we don't have that at home. And some of our pots like don't work. It's like the <laughs> it turns red and then it goes off and it turns. You put it on low and it turns full heat. And we're like what? It's like psycho, psycho heating. <laughs> But like, and, and, so and that if, changes if the, if the too, pot's right? Not you know, perfectly. Oh, flat, flat. Ours it's are like, like bouncing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how does that even happen? Like, it's not like we're banging them to make it not flat. I don't even I don't, know how that happens. But anyway, know. yeah, our pots are a mess. <laughs> but whatever, um, we do what we do. But no, and, so the importance of a knife. I mean, yeah. listen, you need sharp knives. You yeah, know, yeah. and and lever. Okay, so you got the, sh the you got the sticky metal the pole right? The, yeah. The sharpener. Yes. The steel. Do oh. you do you like go with the knife in the one hand, like down and then up on the backside? What so is the proper way to sharpen I the knife? I typically don't sharpen with that. I ah. sharpen with a stone. Um, wow. So you can buy these stones. Yeah. They're like uh, wet stones, Wedding oil stone, stones. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and there's oh it's kind of like a nail file there's oh, okay. a gri- uh, more abrasive side on one and more soft on the other yeah um so it's you generally at a 20 degree angle your knife should be yep 90 45 20 yeah and you just whatever you do to one side has to be mirrored on the other side okay and it's just a constant until it's until it's sharp and it does this rock thing have like a like a nope. valley in it no nope. oh so it's just flat on yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. cooking tips very... with bianca because <laughs> you guys are from you know because of your heritage yes there used to be when I moved here, an old Italian dude that would walk up and down the street, and he'd have no a bell kidding. and a little cart, and you could go out, and he would sharpen your knives what? and your scissors. Do you remember? That's brilliant. That? I don't. My grandfather does it in his <laughs> in his garage. <laughs> he sharpens all his knives. Right? They're like paper thin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sharpened them. So down you would to like go nothing. to no no to sharpen yeah. your knives. Yeah, he, okay. I mean he sharpens everything. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's that the spinning wheel, right? The, right. the sharpener. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this guy. This is only like I've only been here what oh, twenty five years. In the and this old in Riverside, he'd go up and wow. down the street and he'd ring this ding, 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 and he'd have his little cart and he'd bring you. Get the knives. <laughs> He's coming. Get, the knives. Get my sewing scissors. <laughs> Hurry up. So wow. I don't remember. It just seemed like stepping back into time yeah. and I thought that that I thought he came from Erie Street. I don't wow. know. I don't know. Is this <laughs> like all Italians do. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so stereotypical. Oh, that's so anyway. funny. I Is there a brand guy. of knife? So I, I my knives are all uh, Vustoff. So, Vustoff. Yeah. So they're, it's a German brand. Um, my suggestion would be any knife that you buy, make sure that the part that you're cutting, the top, uh, steel flows all the way through through the handle. Uh, even if the handle has like wood or something on the outside. Yeah, those ones okay. typically don't buy. Just it's not forged properly. Uh, just the knives that you look at, if the steel goes all the way through sweet. through the handle, it's it's a pretty good knife. But they're 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 most often pretty good. Okay, we have those. Our pots are crap, but we got good knives. Good knives. <laughs> now, knives in the dishwasher is a no no. Is that correct? No. Right. You don't need to put that in the dishwasher. Right? I mean, it's like a two second swipe on either side. This is a conversation I have with my my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Your people, people, your 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 fam. <laughs> your people, <laughs> just, guys, just wipe it down. Yeah. Put it on the side. We, they're too expensive. Just yeah. you know, yeah. No, I think and it, I, I think it wears. Dishwashers are so harsh. They are. I mean, the amount of chemicals and everything. And I think it probably dulls them faster. Yeah. You don't, don't have know. a dishwasher, so we're washing our knives. We're the dishwasher. We have we have a dishwasher. And we pay we pay yeah. him minimum yeah. wage, and he, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but no. he's not sticking the knife. No, in he's the not. Put, we don't have yeah. dishwashers yeah. like that. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. No, I, lo- I like I like I said, I'm a hands on. Yeah. everything's got to be hands on. Um, like chopping. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy chopping? You said you enjoy butchery, <laughs> so you like cutting meat. Yes, yes. Now, like now we're meat. now we're we're deep. Yeah, this is now this podcast. Well, this is fascinating. This, po- to this me. podcast took a whole different yeah. turn. <laughs> you like cutting up meat. I, honestly, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I could chop and chop and chop. I like, is chopping. there if there's a name for a person who just chops? A, a, a chopper. A chopper. chopper. That's the name. Yeah. They, they <laughs> I, now I don't think I'm doing it right because like things are not pretty. I cannot dice anything for the life of me. Now I know I can like go on YouTube and look how to dice things, which I should do, but I just, it is like so calming to me, especially if the knife is sharp. Yeah. Oh, cutting yeah. tomatoes. Oh my God, I love cutting, cutting tomatoes slicing, with the sharp. It just feels right so good. Yeah. And my husband will say, yeah. why don't you just put it through the food processor? I'm like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, I see. I don't have what one of those you either. <laughs> <laughs> you 
are the food processor. I am the food processor. But no, it's not the same. It's not. It's no, like, no, no, no. It'll be, no. And plus, it's yeah. just like chopping my day away, yeah. just chopping away the stress. I yeah. love it. Give me a Vidalia onion and let's yeah. see how small we can make those little squares. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about right? it? I, yeah, I, I mean, right? listen, chopping, when you chop something and, and you're a chef and it's beautifully chopped, yeah. there's so, just something about it. Ooh. The organization of yeah, all the right. lines and <laughs> yes. everything's nice yeah. and neat. Right? Oh, there's like an OCD, yeah. you know, for sure. and then you just aspect go to, to what we do. Into yeah. the, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, yeah. yeah. I've accomplished yeah. Then it cooks today. down to nothing, and you're like, where's my squares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, chicken, I don't know how to cut chicken and, yeah. like, to wipe it down first, or, like, there's lots of rules for stuff, so I don't know. Do you, what's your, I guess my question is, like, what's your favorite physical thing to do with the food in the kitchen? Mm. Or if you don't just have one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't just have one. Um, you know, at the restaurant, we we're trying to bring things in um, as holes okay so whole chickens um, obviously you know a cow is a little harder to bring in with <laughs> yeah. a small space yeah. I mean, we have like a five by five kitchen but yeah um, I like I like breaking down you know the whole of something wow. um, and that's that's something that you learn you have to learn that yeah. that's you know that's not something that YouTube's great for certain things and it's yeah. it's just difficult like yeah. you know it's hard to watch that you almost need someone there standing with you showing yeah, you sure. the angles and, and what to do um i do love i i love the beginning aspect of cooking like the mm. prepping you know mm. i'm a big person on braising homey food mm. something that cooks long and slow in the oven um it's getting it to the point where you put it in the oven and let that take care of it that mm. i like all that mm. prep stuff so the chopping and the seasoning and the searing and, and making sure all of those things are where they need to be so that when you throw it in, you know, you don't have to worry that it's mm-hmm. not going to come out properly. <laughs> Everything you've done, you, you've done it's it all. Done. Yeah. It's out of your hands now. I love that, the low and slow like that, because yeah. then, like, I love sitting down and the kitchen's clean. Yeah. Everything, like, nothing needs doing. Yeah. So, like, you know, and when, instead of one of those, like, saute this and boil the pasta and da 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 and then, and then you eat. And yeah. then the kitchen's a mess. But I love those, like, also buco or something, and then you just yeah. oh, put it she in. Makes yeah. Delicious, also buco. Yeah. If you have it on your menu, that's always what I get. Yeah. And we don't right now. Polenta. Yeah, the polenta. <gasps> polenta for me is like, oh. my is Nona used to make north, polenta. Different than yours. Yeah. Hers was like big, cakey almost. Firm. Yeah. But oh, I just mm. like can't even. I'm just like seven and chowing down it's like my favorite comfort food yeah and it is yeah that comfort and food. sucking the marrow out of the bones oh i would like literally everyone in my family i'd be like pass my plate they'd all give me their bones i'd be like don't eat the marrow and i'd just like suck the marrow when we had any kind of marrow in any meat but also buku yeah no no would make every once in a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> excuse me so when you had it on i'm just like yep yep put it it's in my belly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so delicious oh um so, are, you're not a vegetarian or vegan? No. Would that... Okay. No. Are there any chefs you know who are that? Like, would that be hard, you think, if you're... It's a, very difficult. Um, my, par- my partner's a vegetarian, so... Okay. It's very... It's actually good to have someone in your life that eats like that. Um, okay. It, it's, it's a different... You know, I, I eat anything and everything, so I don't ever have to worry that there's milk, eggs, cheese, yeah. meat, whatever's in it. it. If I like it, it's, I'm eating it. Um, but you know, when we have people come to the restaurant, vegans, it's, it's a difficult process. Um, but no, I, I, 
I don't know. I mean, there are vegetarian chefs out there. Yeah. You know, there's a whole market. There's restaurants okay. in the city yeah. that are vegetarian. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's a limit. Li- I mean, you're limited a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a chef, you want to be able to cook anything and everything. So, Do you have music on in your kitchen? Always. Okay. And is it? What's your jam? Yeah, what's your jam? Oh, my jam. I have lots of jams. Yeah, I have. I love Let's music. Have it. We want it all. Um, <laughs> I mean, it depends. If I'm if I'm a, at home, I like a more lounge, a little Rufus du Soul kind of mm-hmm. in my kitchen, mm-hmm. inspirational vibes, Noron Pure, some of that. Um, if I'm have a lot of work to do, it's heavy. It's EDM. Mm. It's my Martin <laughs> Garrix. It's yeah. my dance music where it yeah. just. Pumps your, pumps you know, you up. Mm-hmm. pumps you up, keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm feeling very like French and inspirational, I'll throw on some like French dinner music. And nice. but there's always something playing, always, always. Mm-hmm. Music and there's and music in the restaurant too, constantly. always playing. Yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah, you have to. It's it creates a vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nice to go out to dinner. You know, not that it's a nightclub. You don't also want to be mm-hmm. at a nightclub having a nice dinner, <laughs> but something in the background that you know yeah. is pleasing to the ear yeah I think it's something it should be the kind of music and the level that maybe people don't notice some people don't notice music when it's on Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in the background but if it wasn't there you would notice you would notice for sure I think that's that's one of the subtleties of certain forms of art for the purpose like that's the purpose it serves right yeah you say it creates a vibe yeah it's not for you to be listening for whatever but if it weren't there you'd notice it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's it's like almost like a de- like that white dead silence. It's yeah. that white noise. It's just kind of like if you don't have f- it on. It's like right? going to a funeral. It like. is very yeah. It's a morbid. It creates a morbid atmosphere. <laughs> even then, even like a, okay, it sounds crazy, but like my mom's funeral, we had yeah. music playing. It yeah, was like for sure. There has to. There's always. I mean, music is it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. huge. It creates. It's like that sense. Like what food does to you, mm-hmm. puts you in a place. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Um. So we love movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you have favorite food movies that you like to watch? Oh God, it's gonna sound <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy. Um, <laughs> like Ratatouille or <laughs> you, you laughed, but it's my favorite. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. forty years old and yeah. I watch cartoons. Like yeah. it's just you but know, that's you such a different... brilliant movie. It is a brilliant movie, and mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. well done. And it's when you watch it, you're just like, oh, this is wonderful. Like yeah. this is how it should be in a kitchen, and yeah. that's you know. Kind of sometimes how I, in my head, I'm yeah. feeling like things are moving. Like that's. Yeah. You have a little like, inner raccoon, or not a raccoon, inner rat. Inner rat. Inner rat. rat. Yeah. An inner I'm thinking rat. of everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yes. They do a little play on <laughs> raccoon. Yeah. Raccoons, yeah. raccoons. Yeah. And, and I recently just started following a bunch of these like little raccoon things on oh, that's Instagram. That's hilarious. I love raccoons. They're nice. so cute. Oh my God. That's so funny that you just said that. Maybe it's your spirit animal. It is maybe. my, I feel like it's my spirit animal. Nice. It's funny because they like, they're foraging, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, they're they like, they can open garbage, garbage pails and choose yeah. the food they want. Yeah. That's right. And they're so cute Hold while they're doing it. The rib bone while they eat. It's like urban buffet. Um, what do you think of uh, these places where, like, I have a couple of friends who are super foodies. Her husband's a chef. And so they've gone to this restaurant. Oh, I can't remember where it is. But it's, like, a seven-hour food oh. experience. Yeah. And you go in, and you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Okay? Big no, money. Not in Windsor. Not no. in Windsor. <laughs> it's I don't know where it is. I can't remember. 
I should remember that's a best friend detail, sorry. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they go and they had to book like a year in advance and you go and it's like each meal is like wild. Mm-hmm. It's artistic, it's it's an experience. Yeah, than, and the food is, is not it doesn't look like food yeah. you've eaten. It's like it's, one of it was like fluffy. It was it was like meat, but it was it was like a cloud and you like scooped it up with your hand. It was like really bizarre and wild. <laughs> um how, what do you think about that for like creativity for food uh, in that regard? I mean, in that regard, um, over I don't know, to me that's like over the top, but it's very artistic. It is. I yeah. mean, that's that's a different level of of culinary dining. Yeah. For sure. I mean, now when you're getting into, you know, that those are very artistic people. Yeah. They are. I mean, there's a creative yeah. a different creative uh, like ke- vibe it's like going a on. chemical chemistry yes. and so, math and mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. so it's molecular gastronomy. Molecular, there you go. Molecular gastronomy is what wow. what it's called. So you know, they're like freeze drying stuff and yeah. changing mm-hmm. things into mousses and air and Yeah. That's a I mean, for myself it's not something that I would ever get into. Mm-hmm. Um but people who do it, it's yeah crazy and wonderful to see yeah. like just the 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 thought process behind all of that like yeah it's not just you know chopping or searing or it's yeah. you know it, it, it's she said there was like something in a balloon they were each given a balloon and then it blew up and then whatever they were going to eat was in the balloon it's crazy it was wild it's crazy and someone like didn't get their balloon on time they were like where's my balloon oh my God. <laughs> the people who of go course, to you are also like Hoof. yeah no that's a whole other yeah yes right. it, it is a whole other that's a whole other yeah. way of dining i yeah. know at the end of the day you know it's it's a meal you just yeah. want to have a good meal right you know you know you don't want to waste it on am i going to like that air that yeah, they're right. popping <laughs> well and then you leave like, hungry how yeah. do you leave hungry for two thousand dollar meal like yeah that's crazy wow right. i don't know but that's i think crazy. with that it's like like you said, it, it's an experience, but yeah. I think you're paying for you're paying for an experience. You're paying for the status. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the yeah the it's skill a whole level. Other, it's not you're not paying for just food that's good that gives you you know a good experience or good mm-hmm. memories. It's yeah. it's something other. Like yeah. it's this yeah. whole like status symbol yeah. um, whatever. It's like going to space, but with food. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on my space food trip. I'm going to space. Pack your, pack your lunch. Let's go to yeah. McDonald's on the way home. Yeah. I'm hungry. Um, qu- another question. Sorry. How are we doing for time? I just want to make sure we're... Not a clue. I, I what mean, time is it? 5 to 11. 5 to 11. Okay, so we're about so. like 45 minutes in. Okay, so That's about the average. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about um, uh, cr- critics? Uh, so, like, I don't know if you if you had uh, food critics who would yeah. come to the restaurant and write, or even just like customers, like customer service oh, yeah. stuff. If you want to talk about that, that's a so, kind I mean, of a part of the industry and in your life. It, it you is. Know? It is. Um, it's kind of. It, it can be part of the darker yeah. part of the industry. Um, you know, everybody's a critic, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody can post a review, and yeah. that's. Um, and it's great to know, um, but it would be nice. A lot of the reviews that come in for the restaurant are great, mm-hmm. and generally they are great. But people who have great experiences don't always say, let me go write a review about it. Right. Right? So it's always, 
tends to flood a little more towards the negative that okay. have something to say or didn't have a good time and they're like, I'm going to write a review. That's the automatic, you yeah, know, expression so to of, of what to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of, you know, I, I visit the tables at the restaurant. Yeah. You know, t- we have two seatings. I visit twice a night. I try and get around to yeah. everybody. If there's something that you didn't like or something that you thought we didn't do well, like, I would love to hear it. Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, reading about it three days later, it's just, yeah. that's that's a difficult part. Plus, you know, we're trying to do the best that we, we can, you yeah. know, in a restaurant. I'm not deliberately cooking dinner tonight to make you have a horrible time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's it that's a difficult part to swallow sometimes. Yeah. And, and the great reviews are always great and you know, it's always nice to see, but the difficult ones sometimes take a shot to your ego yeah. a little bit. And they you know, they're a little bruising sometimes. Yeah. People aren't super nice and sometimes So are you paying attention to that then? Purposefully to to like just in case I don't know. Someone, yeah, I mean, some, I don't know. sometimes, sometimes, I mean, as a business owner, you get yeah. the email link oh, once, okay. once, once a, a uh, review, review is, comes up or okay. once a review comes up. Um, but recently, you know, in order to keep my mind focused and moving yeah. forward and, and keep myself yeah. in a positive headspace, I stopped. Yeah. Or someone else will handle it. And then yeah. if there's or, something or just, that needs you know, your attention. You know, I, I yeah. try and I try and fluff it off and brush it off because it, it, it can you can get lost inside sure. that inside that little world of of what people yeah. are, you know, digging yeah. at you for. You, it's, oh, it's I just, know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's all, and it's awful, yeah. you know, because, you know, it could be somebody who has zero clue of, of the situation or yeah. or anything. But, you know, negative reviews stop. Yeah, and you could and you could get yeah. you could get ten awesome reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's one, that one, and it'll be that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that has so much more. I don't know weight, weight. than the other. Yeah. It does. It does carry yeah. weight because you know you are like I am trying to do my best, and and mm-hmm. as soon as someone's like, well, this was awful, or they compare it to something that's awful, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> it wasn't that bad, my god. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna keep you're gonna keep cooking. You're gonna keep doing this. Mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah. this is this is life. This is the thing for this the next little while. Yeah. Um, I know you love to travel, and yes. uh, that's that's my, that's my balance. Nice. That's my balance. So you know, doing the restaurant is great, yeah. but you know, chained to a stove and yeah. and not being able to take a day off or take a week off mm-hmm. um, is not something that I was ever interested in. Yeah. You know, uh, we scale. We, we give the staff four weeks a year. That's great. Two in, wow. two in January, uh, which is surrounding my birthday. Nice. And two in July, yeah. which surrounds my partner's birthday. Amazing. Um, and we do trips in between. She has yeah. a house in, in, in Vegas. So yeah. we do those quick little trips. I know. Trips. I love it. I, I mean, I don't love when I want to book a night and you guys are closed. But I love that it's because you're traveling. Yeah. And it, I just mm. think it's so important to yeah. have that. It's you need to so have some important. freedom from, especially owning a business. Because you're yeah. not just doing passionate creative cooking thing it is hard to run a business oh my god especially now, and like, with I mean, food costs now media, like, oh yeah I mean, yeah and we do a lot of the sh- like we do a lot of the shopping ourselves like yeah. so i'm at the markets i'm yeah. at the butcher i mean yeah. there's no you know just calling up and ordering a bunch of yeah, stuff and they just it. drop it off it's it's a very involved process yeah. so those weeks those few days here and there yeah are always going to be part of what we do just yeah. because I, you know you need it you need that refresh mm-hmm. you know i've seen so many chefs who are just yeah. miserable yeah. and you know it doesn't have to be that way yeah you know and plus i mean you know you go travel places you get more ideas yeah and, 
a little inspiration and and that's yeah that's that's what we love so very nice yes. so if you're not eating your own food that you're cooking mm-hmm. where uh we like to end each of our um podcasts talking about food local food local places we go to get our food to eat for comfort or our favorite things so what are your what are your kind of guilty pleasures okay um guilty pleasures most of what i love is um probably not the best food for you (laughs) um but you know i i do love a good pizza Mm -hmm. um antonino's is fantastic always a square even if there's like two people yeah. It's like the largest pizza possible. Just So you um, like the square piece as opposed to the triangle? Yeah. What, I'm what not is a crust it? person. I don't not like a crust. crust. Ah, you like the insides. Uh, Got yeah. it. Yeah. So all those who want the crust, mm-hmm. you know, I, I make sure I'm there first. So I dig out all the pieces I in need. The middle. And then, <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's just a giant donut of a yeah, pizza. Um, nice. You know, simple things. I love simple stuff. Mortadella sandwiches. You mm. grow up on them. There's yeah. just like this trigger it hits in your brain and your stomach when you eat yeah. something and and that's just the simple stuff yeah bag of chips nice you know i love good food but you know sometimes it's nice to not have good food too. yeah <laughs> and easy like sandwiches easy. are so easy oh God, to make like do you put great. in a panini or yeah just, no i just eat the marshmallow out of the bag yeah because <laughs> we do that i, I would do that we do wrap some cheese for sure. in it yeah for sure <laughs> while you're making the sandwich you're just yeah yeah it. oh yeah for sure for sure yeah <laughs> Yeah. And you get your mortadella at? I get mortadella at, uh, I'll go to La Stella. Yeah. I, you know, Jimmy's yeah. always been great um, yeah. there. Um, but yeah, mortadella sandwiches. Nice. Pizza. What kind of chips? You're a chip person? Like, you like salt and crunch? Always salt. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. Because I'm Italian. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's constantly bloated. Yeah, I know, me too. My ankles at the end of the day, it's like constantly I can cook pasta in the divot there. Frick. Um, I like the spicy mix. Miss Vicky's spicy oh. ketchup. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, so you like really crunchy. Miss yes. Vicky's are super yes. crunchy. They are. And like del- twisted. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Have you ever made chips? Yeah, we make we make uh, chips at the restaurant. Like so, when we peel potatoes for yeah. mashed potatoes or scalloped potatoes, we wash all the skins, yeah. we soak them, and then we fry mm. them. Those are our oh. kind of little our snacks little chips. in the kitchen. Snacks in the kitchen. Mm. Yeah. Don't throw away your stuff. Yeah. Nothing. Everything's usable. Mm. Yummy. Yeah. And for <laughs> chips. Yeah. No, I yeah. want chips. Yeah. You're like sandwich and chips. That's I have sandwich and chips like yeah. sandwich a lot. Sandwich in the chips. Sandwich in the jelly. I mean chips. Chips in the sandwich. Yeah. That's childhood right there. Yeah. 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 Load it up. Mm. Yeah. We Extra used to saucy. make um, <laughs> yeah. paninis with mashed potato and oh, green beans. Tiga, we Nona called them. So that was like day after stuff. So the bread would be a little you know not as soft or a little bit chewy depending on where they kept it and we'd like just put in cold mashed potatoes and cold like really overcooked green beans add like a ton of salt oh and you just that's what you eat before dinner and nono comes and says don't eat before dinner (laughs) well don't worry i'll eat everything you put in front of me but yeah yeah no yeah there's lots of those little things but yeah yeah love, love anything with bread bread yeah, potatoes know. put it together it's like carbalicious mm. mm-hmm. yeah well thank you thank Bianca. You. it's oh been so God. nice like to get to know you even more even though i've known you my entire life and i'm so happy for your success and uh we're so happy to share uh cucina ciao cucina nuova 
Did I get yeah, it right? Yeah, uh, in Lakeshore, we will um, have all the information of how to get there, where it is, yep. what your hours are, uh, dinner service. Yes. That's the proper term. Yes. Um, but you can re only. Yeah, reserve, reserve online. It's really easy to yep. do, or you can call. Um, mm -hmm. But it's worth it to go. Give yourself. I mean, we stay long. Last time That's you okay. had to kick us out when we were no, there, we no, stayed no. all night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a place you want to go and sit if you want to get dressed up. I like to get dressed up mm -hmm. when I go. Yeah. Something stretchy though for my belly, yeah. so I'm comfortable. Um, and yeah, just go in and have like a wonderful experience. The the location is beautiful. It feels like you're in a kind of an outdoor vineyard in like Tuscany when you're in there. Oh, the decor is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, service is great. Food is delicious. Always wonderful specials that are changing. Yeah. yeah. So menu changes yeah. seasonally. Yep. You know, try and work with farmers and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's nice. wonderful. So congratulations thank and thank you, thank you for, thank you for thank sharing you for your wanting to hear about me, culinary creativity with us. Um, we, I mean, I've always thought of chefs as being some of the most creative folks around. Yeah. So I'm glad that I knew when and we can have you on the show to to yeah. share your process and your creativity with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, okay. Love that theme song? That's The Kitchen Song by our very own Karen Morand. If you want to hear it in full, it's on our website at uh, artkitchenpodcast.ca. Couldn't get the .com. That's fine. CA will work just fine. <laughs> you can listen to that uh, beautiful kitchen song anytime you want. Uh, and also download other Karen Moran and the Bosco Band music, which is fantastic. And there's lots of great stuff there to listen to. And thank you to Suede Productions for the use of this extra big and slightly noisy magical sound booth. Yeah, this, there's, um, they're building a huge bunch of houses next door, yeah. so they were, like, cleaning off the bricks, so that's yeah, a lot of the sound. We had a telephone ring, I think. That was the uh, real life. in the jungle. Yeah, real yeah. life sound. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the City of Windsor and the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund for financially supporting Art Kitchen. You will be paid for your time here today. Bianca, we'll send you an e-transfer with some Tons of money Nine for you. Dollars. Nine million dollars. <laughs> Dozens of cents. <laughs> thank you, Bianca. Thank you. Oh my God. Bianca. Thank you so thank much, you. guys. It was wonderful talking to you. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Karen. And thank you, Vanessa. Happy <laughs> our kitchen. Thank yeah. you. No. Okay. That's it. Oh, I should have asked. Is there like anything else that you wanted to say or? No. I mean. Okay. I think we've said I mean, we could keep talking. Yeah, but. I could talk forever. That I wanted awesome. to call you Bianca Tui. Bianca Tui. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Okay. Oh my god, that's Bianca great. Tui. I like it. I don't know. I'll work it in. Yeah, I'll work it in. It in.